Hayden McNamee, back with 20 minutes or less. I'm joined here with uh, Jason. I never actually even got your last name. I don't know why I didn't ask. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Puckley. I see it down in the corner. But, uh, yeah, I got the corner for you. <laughs> yeah. Other people may know him on TikTok or on Instagram as uh, the Sin City Bartender. How you doing today, my friend? I'm doing well. How about you? Very, very well. I'm very excited to be uh, interviewing you. Uh, today oh uh, thank you thank you um so what made what uh you obviously have bartending experience uh how long have you been uh, a bartender or doing making drinks uh just three years actually i'm only 24 obviously i couldn't you know do anything before that being in the u.s with the drinking age being 21 yeah but uh as soon as i turned 21 i started bartending basically immediately yeah um, there was an opening at the restaurant I was working at, and it just lined up perfectly that they threw me under the bus one night, and they're like, we need a bartender, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had a good time, and I didn't know anything, but yeah. <laughs> since then, I've just gotten better and better. So you call yourself the Sin City Bartender. Do you bartend in Sin City itself? I do. Unfortunately, I'm no longer bartending on the strip, though, um, due to COVID. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just at the moment, the tourism isn't there. Um, the business isn't there. It's just not profitable right now. I'm mm-hmm. doing well enough on TikTok, and I work in like your basic restaurant bar at the moment. Yeah, nothing too exciting. Do you? Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, if you're really, really into like pop culture, I I've seen Jason make uh, Star Wars drinks, Dark Souls, The Elder Scrolls, anything like that. If you're into anything like that, you're into drinking a little bit. Check out Jason's stuff. It's so cool. Being my favorite thing, we were just talking about it before we started the podcast, was the Dark Souls Estes flask. Seeing that like come to life was so cool, and it looked just like it. I loved how it looked. And what's what is what is your favorite drink that you think that you've ever made? So it's probably biased. I absolutely love Zelda, so I put the most effort into making uh, my noble pursuit. Mm -hmm. Um, which is, I don't know if you've played Breath of the Wild, but there's a quest line, and it's literally called the best drink ever. Yeah. And I stayed pretty true to the game. There's only four ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, my twist was that um, it doesn't say the ingredients, but we can all, you know, basically guess there was alcohol, you know, fruit, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I chose just the four ingredients of lemon juice, strawberry rum, Sprite, and blue carousel and so blue carousel gave it that same color as it had in the game and then i garnished it with a watermelon which is essentially our version of a hydro melon yeah and the coolest thing about it is that when you mix strawberry rum lemon juice and blue carousel it actually tastes like watermelon really there's no watermelon in there at all oh that's just changes the complexion of the drink and it's it's wild and i'm like that just seems like something fitting in zelda oh yeah no definitely just being able to uh, make your own watermelon taste without anything being in there, just coming up with these own little things to make things taste the way that they're not supposed to be. It's super Yeah, cool. it's crazy seeing, like, all the different ways alcohol can taste without even including main ingredients. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, so I actually, I used to, uh, 
I'm not old enough to serve drinks, obviously, like that. But I can really appreciate it uh, and seeing all these stuff. But I used to um, I used to work in a bar, not serving drinks. I was a busboy, right? Mm-hmm. And so I heard uh, I for in the city that I'm in, it's not Las Vegas, but there were some crazy <laughs> stories. Do you have any like crazy stories that you can remember that you're willing to share um, about your I mean, bartending I experience? Could... I could go as far back as just yesterday. I mean, there's there's always like, even in a restaurant bar, there's always just weird stuff going on. I mean, you get you get some of the coolest people, you get the most interesting people, you get the craziest people. Yeah. And so, I mean, even just yesterday, this is 11 a.m. We have just opened the restaurant, and you know, there's no one in there. But this couple comes. I would I would say they walked in, but they more so stumbled in. Yeah. And, you know, they sit at my bar and they're telling me their whole life story. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And this guy is super adamant about getting a shot of Patron. And I'm like, yeah, you know, man, I, I got you. He was acting a little funny. So, you know, I was just going to put it on the back burners as long as I could. Yeah. And so the first time he's like, yeah, we got to remember my friend. You just passed away. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, let me get that just a second. I come back and he's like, hey, man, like, could I get a shot of Patron? Like, my godmother just passed away and I'm like oh man I'm like so sorry to hear that like let me let me get that for you yeah. another like two minutes goes by I come back and he's like man I really need a shot of Patron today like and I can't even remember what his third excuse was but it was something totally different I'm like look man like I can't serve you alcohol like I don't know if you've already been drinking all day or what but he was just nodding off and this is at 11 a.m yeah and it's just the characters that come into restaurants and bars are just it's always wild so I mean that was just yesterday that happened. As far as all-time craziest, I mean, I would say it didn't even necessarily involve a customer. It involved myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we were opening on a New Year's Day, and the first thing I did was dump an entire vat of Bloody Mary mix onto my white shirt. Oh. And so that's how we start the day at like 9 a.m. And I'm like, all right, well, it, it can only go up from here, you know? I'm working literally 9 a.m. to 2 a.m to 2 a.m. on New Year's. I'm like, that's that's okay with me, I don't mind. Yeah. It can only go up from here. It can only go so, up from there. <laughs> later, they, they buy me a new shirt, because they're great. And then, right before the dinner shift starts, I'm carrying a whole tray of wine glasses. And they were all filled with wine, and I spilled them all over myself. I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's it's okay. I, I've got another shirt, we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah. As I'm closing the bar at like 1.30 in the morning, I'm putting away all my wine glasses. And for no reason at all, one of them just shatters in my hand and I cut my entire, both of my hands completely. And I just had to go home and I didn't need stitches fortunately, but I couldn't close the bar cause I just, I was basically bleeding out <laughs> on a New Year's Eve or day, whatever time it was. And I was like, all right, that's how we're gonna start 2019, cool. Yeah. Oh man, no, uh, I, I, that, that is crazy. I, we, I like people like, um, coming in always saying like different excuses and stuff like that. And they're very obvious. They very obviously have been drinking for a long time. I definitely don't uh, know those people. Yeah, I, it's always hard to deal with that. Yeah. And, uh, I've, uh, what you were saying as well with like someone just died or whatever, like they they could be lying they could not be lying like you you want to yeah, make you want to so, make them it's happy it's so hard to deal with that yeah i've had some um 
even as a busboy, I had some real dickheads when, uh, I remember this one time, the, there was a group of, like, five guys or something like that, five, five guys and, like, a, a couple girls, and they were all drinking, it's probably, like, 11 o'clock, uh, at night, and so, they're, they're just being super rowdy, like, disturbing everyone, and I have to go <laughs> over, because for some reason, no one else would go over to tell right. them to be quiet or something like that, so I'm like, Hey, how's it going, guys? Like, um, just say, can you guys just be a little bit more quiet? We're not, like, kicking you out or anything like that. We just, you guys are just being a little bit uh, disruptive. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, sure, it's not a problem. Like, I, I go up, I go and deliver more people their food, and five minutes later, they're <laughs> smashing bottles. We're like, why, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're smashing bottles, but they're not, they're, they think they're just having fun, which really, they, they are just having fun. They're not, like, hurting anybody, but, like, we can't have them smashing bottles. Yeah, I mean, like, you can smash bottles at home, and, like, you can clean it up, but. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to clean it up. And right. so they smashed all these bottles and stuff. We were like, all right, we, we just can't deal with this. So my manager finally went over told them to get out and they just started cursing and swearing at her and we were all just like no get out we're not serving you anymore (laughs) like it's it's just not happening and so uh i remember they gave us these really dirty looks and like flipped us off and stuff as they walked away while very obviously stumbling off like almost falling over yeah it was uh it was definitely a, a crazy experience but working at working at that bar i i don't regret it because i feel like Especially when you're working in a restaurant or anything, you do meet so many people and you hear so many stories, and you definitely know this for sure, but you almost grow as a person from what other people have to say to you. Yeah, you really do. Whether it's even positive or negative, it's just, it's an experience, and I really think more people, not necessarily working in a restaurant, but at least in the service industry or in retail, I think working one of those two jobs is super vital. Just being on that other end of customer service because a lot of people have never done that. And it really shows when they get frustrated and they don't understand why things don't work. And it's like, well, you know, it's not always that smooth dealing with people. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Uh, People are difficult, but people are awesome. I I don't care how like some, I just enjoy interacting with people whether they're yelling at me or or not, especially (laughs) in, especially in that sort of job. I don't work at that bar anymore. I do work in retail now, but um, having all these people come in, especially with COVID now, and just, like, these people that refuse to wear masks and stuff like oh that. Oh, my gosh. Like, and that's the craziest thing, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, my view on it is I don't care if you think it's a hoax. I don't care if you think it's the government or anything like that. I really don't care like just wear the mask like it's just and you know that's exactly how i feel like if it's the biggest is if this is mind control you know and and this is how they're doing it's by having us wear a mask i'm okay with it you know like it's not that hard it's not that uncomfortable yeah exactly like (laughs) like there's masks out there that don't even like some masks i i will agree that i my mom bought these masks and wearing them for like 30 minutes really destroys my ears but then there's other ones that i wear for eight hours a day and i don't feel anything on my ears yeah i have i feel like i definitely have like a callus or something growing on my ear from wearing a mask for eight hours a day oh yeah definitely but it's really really not that hard i did see this thing i mean if that's the worst thing to happen all day like 
that's not a bad day. <laughs> yeah. I did I did read this thing. I was reading about like why people don't like wearing the masks and uh, a big argument for them is that um uh it decreases oxygen levels. And uh, it's been proven that it doesn't decrease oxygen levels, but when you wear a mask, uh the body likes uh it, it likes to think it likes to make it seem like you're suffocating when you're really not. It's just like your mind playing a trick on you. It's like one of those things where like have you ever heard that you can bite your fingers off like they're carrots, but like your yeah, mind won't stop you doing brain it? Will let you. Yeah, it's it's more of a it's just like a thing that will go away after like five minutes, but wearing like the first time wearing one for a long time, you almost feel like you can't breathe when really you uh, can. I mean, I won't lie, I definitely despised it at first. Like I was really like, Man, this sucks, but then, you know, I kinda just sucked it up and I'm like, you know what? Like I was kinda I need to get over myself, like there's bigger things. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I know I I know exactly what you mean by that too. And like literally after like a week of wearing it, I didn't even notice it. Like it's just it's so normal exactly. now. It's so normal yeah. and we're like really for a for a good while it's really not going anywhere. I think people just gotta get used to it. Yeah, it looks like at least until, I would say, no earlier than summer 2021, at, at the earliest. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, like, really, it's 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 really not that bad. You, you can Sometimes you got to social distance. Uh, that's fine. At least you can still see the people in person. And uh, if you play, yeah. like, anything, like, online or, any, like, Xbox or anything like that, I interact with my friends every single night. After this podcast is done... Well, first I'm going to edit it and stuff like that, but then later tonight I'll probably be up till <laughs> 5 in the morning or whatever playing Xbox with my friends, right? Yeah, I was up pretty late last night, uh, Gun Hard and Fall Guys, so <laughs> I I didn't, I was like, oh, I woke up about 11, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a run real quick, I think I got time, and then yeah. like, I'm getting back at like 12.30 and I'm like, alright, I gotta, you know, put on the burners. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so, like, I feel, I feel like even though we're not seeing people sometimes, I feel like we're still connecting, and I feel like that's really good, especially for certain people's mental health and stuff like that. We, we've we never been a more connected human race together until yeah, this very and, moment. You know, I think TikTok really, like, I mean, obviously, being someone who's bigger on TikTok, I think it's great no matter what. Yeah. But even, like, for the consumption part of it, like, I really enjoyed going on TikTok during quarantine, seeing what people were doing. Like, you know, I think one of the coolest things was all the ping pong ball challenges and just how creative people were getting during yeah. quarantine. Like, that was so cool to see how people were passing the time because, you know, there wasn't a lot everyone could do. I, I know actually exactly what you mean because I remember going on TikTok and I follow some friends on TikTok, but I also follow some bigger creators. And seeing them sort of in their own little quote-unquote world uh, when they can't interact with anyone else but their family, no, no significant others, no nothing, it was interesting to me to see how they were adapting to this weird time, to this global pandemic, you know? It's so, yeah, it's, it's so bizarre. No matter what, I mean, you can say, oh, celebrities got it easy, they're in a mansion, whatever. Yeah. It's still a total, you know, 180 on their daily life. Like, oh, yeah. That's the big thing. We all went through a dramatic change. It doesn't matter if you were living in a huge house. I, I personally was living in a studio apartment, which I 100% regret buying now. Yeah. Not knowing I was going to spend like three months in there. Yeah. But, you know, like, 
it wouldn't have mattered. I could have been in the biggest house. I still would have gotten the same level of boredom. It still would have been weird. Like we all went through the same thing and it's kind of like really cool that everyone can talk about it. Oh yeah. It's going to, I hear people say it all the time. We are living through history. This is going to be something that will be in history textbooks for a long time because it's affecting literally everybody. This is one of those only things when you say, Oh, uh, everybody likes this or everybody likes that. Like, obviously not everybody likes that, but this is actually affecting everybody. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way you could not be affected by this. It doesn't matter if you live in the mountains. I mean, you come down for one thing in the last six months and you'll know about it. Oh yeah. No, exactly. You're, yeah, it's, it's taken over our lives, but I really think uh, for me especially, it really helped me grow as a person because I've never had so much time alone, and I feel like yeah. it really helped me grow. I, yeah, you know, and it's it's a shame because obviously, you know, countless, like hundreds of thousands, if not millions at this point, of lives have been lost to COVID, but I don't think people should be ashamed of how they've personally grown due to the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a really interesting TikTok. It was super um, like it had been trending for a while. I don't know. You might have seen it. It was like, um, would you go back and erase COVID, or would you accept your life as is? And like people are getting so heated in the comments. And obviously, there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. You know, if you are doing better as a person, like that's really at the end of the day, the most important thing is your mental health and how you're feeling. Exactly. Like, I used to want to go back and erase COVID, but really, I, I don't think I would want to anymore because I don't think I'd be where I where I am with a, uh, with my mental health and with so many other things. I tr- I truthfully don't believe this podcast would be a thing without COVID. Like, and I, I've thought I, about honestly, that a lot. I, I had so... I started my TikTok at the end of February, like literally probably the last day of February. Um, I was actually planning on going on this three-week road trip um, from the last week of March to two weeks into April. Mm-hmm. So about the beginning of March, I think I recorded like 30, 40 videos with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, this is going to be for the road trip. I'll have all this ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, we're coming up on it. And I think in the U.S., at least in Vegas, um, everything shut down on St. Patrick's Day or the day after. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I had posted like three or four TikToks. My first one went viral, which was pretty lucky. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess, I guess I'm gonna be a TikToker uh, it, during quarantine. So that's what I did. And there's no way I would have had time for it, or there's no way I would have devoted the time to it if everything was normal. Yeah. And uh, something you said earlier about uh, bigger creators and stuff. It uh, not being, or you said something about bigger creators and COVID. Um, because you said that you being a TikToker, you really, uh, you really sort of enjoyed having a hard time. I can't really think of it. You really enjoyed TikTok watching it as a bigger creator and people watching you because you knew that some people were watching for sure. And I'm not, I'm not a big creator by any means. I, I would love, I would love to be, but I'm not, I, I just want to do this podcast cause I think it's super cool because, uh, you're in Nevada, right? That's where you're at yeah. right now. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. You're in Nevada. I'm on not the other side of the world, but I'm in Canada, really far away from you. But the thing is that we can still connect yeah, like this. Part of Canada? What? 
Which part of Canada? Atlantic Canada, New Brunswick. Okay, I've only been, so I've been to Vancouver, which is obviously way off, but yeah. Toronto and Montreal, so. Montreal is the closest. <laughs> but, okay. But, um, uh, yeah, like, I'm not a big creator by any means, but the fact that I get to see, uh, every week, I get to see 40 people downloaded my episodes. Obviously, I'd love for that number to be like, 100,000 people downloaded your episodes, but that's not gonna yeah, be, that's gonna be a long time, but seeing 40 people got to download my episodes and are actually listening to feedback and stuff like that it's it's very nice i love it i love it so much yeah it's wild i just want to keep creating you know yeah it's so that's like been a tough part is um just like experiencing those highs and they keep getting better and better yeah. and then eventually i mean for most of us unless you're like Bella Porch, who's just like still soaring yeah um like coming down from those can be a little bit difficult sometimes mm-hmm. So like, you know, one week my videos will be just, you know, for my, you know, content, it'll be achieving lower views. And you gotta kind of balance like how you feel because it's easy to be like, oh man, this sucks, like, I wanna quit. It's not as good as it was last week. Maybe next week it'll be better, maybe it won't, but you just gotta like keep pushing through that. You just gotta keep pushing. You gotta keep, you gotta keep what you're doing you. Like, obviously, so many people yeah. have started podcasts, and I've seen other bartenders and stuff on TikTok, but out of all of them, I enjoy yours the most. Like, I really do, mm-hmm. because it's pop culture-based, it's geek-based, it's it, Yeah, it's I just try to do fun. something for everyone, yeah. and, you know, sometimes I do miss the mark, but, you know, for the most part, I do my best, so. Oh, I can, I, for, for all the bartenders that I've watched, I can tell that you really enjoy it. Because you always say, yeah. it always seems to me that you're having fun when you're doing it. I think I think sometimes I get a little too defensive, you know. I don't know if you ever go into the comments. I get heated sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, snap. Like, I should have chilled. Yeah. But uh, usually it comes around full circle. <laughs> yeah. You're not a you're not a content creator unless you get heated every once in a while. That's what I fully believe. I've, <laughs> I agree. I've got... But you lo- don't care about what you're doing if you don't. No, exactly. Like, if you're not getting heated and you're just... You're just sort of taking it every once in a while like i feel every everyone gets heated it doesn't matter if you're a monk up in the mountains or anything like that they've felt anger before they know what right. being heated is right like we uh if you don't do what you love and you're not getting mad about it when people make fun of it or anything like that you're not uh, you're not loving it you need to love it you right. need to love what you're doing i have low views right now uh i had my buddy crack a joke at me or something like that uh uh, he's been on the podcast before it's uh brandon and brandon if you're listening that joke that you made about my views going down oh man that made me (laughs) i did not like that joke man like it's like man i don't know why they're going down they're going down they're going down (laughs) but i was lucky because when my buddy made that joke my views were actually going up a lot so i was i was like oh yeah and i brought up my stats and stuff like that i was like look at this (laughs) came right back at him with it yeah well, Jason, it uh, it has actually been how long are we in? We're in 23 minutes right now, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here. But I would love I w- thank you very much for coming on this podcast and being a part of this. Uh, I'm so very grateful that you came on and took the time for me. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, man. Of course, and so this podcast, if I'm not wrong, it is November 11th. Uh, 
So if I'm not wrong, I should have it up by, for me, it's five o'clock. I should have it up for like eight, if I'm not wrong. But thank you very much, eight Jason. Eight o'clock my time. So that's probably, I think that's four oh, o'clock your like time. Turnover. I thought you were going to say like tomorrow. But... Uh, I work fast and I really want episodes out. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, man. Thank you for coming on. It's much yeah, appreciated. Nice talking to you. All right. And that's when I end every episode with uh, that's that. <laughs>